The Pat Kenny Show with MasterCard. Share an extraordinary experiences all over the world with priceless cities at priceless.com. This is News Talk. Now, inspired by many of the trends from this year's Bloom Festival, horticulturalist and keen gardener Porrick Horkin is with me to tell us, I suppose, about a look back at Bloom, uh, the trends that you observed, Porrick. Well, I think it was all this this year very much about sustainability, recyclability, Pat, and reusability. So many of the gardens this year and many of the visitors I, I spoke to, I, I was there for the six days of Bloom. I was in there for Media Day beforehand and the five days gave lots of talks as well. But right through the amount of visitors I met they were all very much interested in what they can do in the environment and many of the gardens evoked that so you had lots of bee friendly plants planted you had gardens many of the gardens had both edible plants and ornamental plants in in the gardens and also lots of reusable materials so materials metal materials paving that had been reused elsewhere So some of these gardens will have another life? There will of course many of the gardens actually go from bloom to other parts of the country so for example the dementia garden that's going to be which one obviously people's choice uh, which was absolutely brilliant this year that garden is actually going on to for another life uh, where is it moving to let me just look at my notes here it's going to um, St Isha's Garden Hospital in Newcastle in Limerick so lots of the gardens are actually going to move around the country um, the Crumlin's Children's Garden is going to Lawler's Hotel for example so it's great to see that the, many of the plants and many of the sculptures are actually going to be use, used in other parts of the country. Because yeah, it would be crazy that they end up in a skip. Absolutely. Fingal County Council, for example, they did a beautiful garden called Bee Positive. Loads of bee-friendly plants, edible plants and fruiting plants as well. And those plants are going to be used around the parks yeah. here in And Dublin. I did discover following my question last week that uh, often the planting, it remains in pots, particularly the trees. Well, uh, because, you know, to take a big, you know, those slight trees, the large trees, the hedging plants, any of the larger plants certainly remain in their pots and they're just covered over because you have to bear in mind that that whole area of bloom is returned to virgin grassland, yeah. virgin soil again. The OPW actually do a great job in, in planting bee-friendly plants just after bloom into that entire area. A plant called Phacelia, which flowers in eight weeks after sowing and is fantastic for bees. So it has to be transformed back into, into soil again, into a wild meadow every grass. year in bloom you will find as you do in Chelsea, there are certain trendy plants, right. trendy flowers. So uh, what's trending this well, year? Well, I picked out five, Pat, in particular. There was a lovely hydrangea called Runaway Bride. It's a new variety. It's actually a variety of hydrangea that produces up to six times more flowers than our traditional mophead varieties. And one of the most popular questions I get asked is, you know, somebody has planted hydrangea and it doesn't flower for several years. Runaway Bride is a variety of hydrangea. It's white, beautiful single flowers. It flowers in every leaf axle, which means every stem is going to flower and it flowers in its first year. A really beautiful variety. So that's Hydrangea Runaway Bride. It was a a lovely plant at bloom this year. Cornus Cusa China Girl. And there's another variety called Cappuccino, which is easy to remember. Both of those are small trees with star-like flowers, white or kind of a pinkish colour. Really, really nice variety, suitable for all gardens and they're in flower at the moment. And of course, cottage garden plants. All the lupins, the delphiniums, the geums, foxgloves, nepeta. Many of those plants that are favoured by pollinators like bees in particular were favoured on all gardens this year. Roses, of course, 
always voted always. the most yeah. popular uh, garden plant every year. Varieties like Looking for Love, which is a new Irish variety, and that was absolutely lovely. Starts a beautiful creamy yellow and opens to white and purple. Arthur Bell was on the garden, the dementia garden. Memories are made of this beautiful scent, of course, a real old variety. And varieties like Nostalgia, again, which is a beautiful two-toned uh, rose. And all of that was contrasted with Mediterranean plants. So we had things like agaves, we had rosemary, lavenders, oregano, a beautiful basil called Aristotle, which is a small leaf basil, and lots of ornamental grasses this year, Pat. So there was really a kaleidoscope of different colours mixed in with edible plants, with fruiting plants. I thought it was very interesting yeah. this year. And, and in spite of the odd uh, shower, they were lucky again with the weather. We had very, very little rain, Pat. I was there, as I say, for the sixth day. It was, it was really the last day. We had a couple of heavy showers, but apart from that, albeit that the rest of the country had lots of, of wet weather in bloom. It was absolutely fantastic. And great credit goes to Board B. I mean, they really do a fantastic job. Over a, one, 115,000 people went through it again this great year. 20,000 of those were kids. And it's going to take four weeks now to dismantle the whole thing and put it all back to... It's like again. your Christmas decorations. It, it is, unfortunately. <laughs> but right. uh, very, very uh, enjoyable. Pat. Some of the questions coming in. Uh, we've just moved into a new house. We're attempting to sort our garden out for the first time. Any advice on where to begin? Well, it's a pity this question wasn't asked last week or the week before because I'd, I'd have said start at Bloom. Go to Bloom for mm. some fantastic ideas. But really, my advice is always to uh, get some local advice, get some expert advice in your local garden centre or maybe a local garden designer. Because one of the things these days is uh, low maintenance if you can because people are time poor. Absolutely and people are looking for low maintenance so you know designing in hard landscaping and that was very much the trend at Bloom this year a lot of low maintenance gardens a lot of usable spaces as well so a lot of covered space outdoor dining areas outdoor cooking areas and the use of gravel the use of paving to cut down on that maintenance patch. Uh, one on my tech screen I'm living in an apartment I'd love to get a couple of plants in can Pork recommend anything that will be easy to maintain now she doesn't men- mention a balcony or anything so I presume these are indoor plants well if you if it's indoors some of the easy ones to grow are things like peace lilies there's a lovely plant called the jade plant which is really really easy to grow it's a plant that wa- needs to be watered once a month and repotted every five years how easy is that mother-in-law's tongue is always a very easy plant to grow and uh, the anthurium or painter's palette again is a fantastic plant and very easy to grow and there's lots of plants that would suit in balconies as well Pat. Katie from Carla says what are the best flower options during hay fever season? Well to cut down plants that have single blooms are favoured of course by the bees but they because they produce the pollen so if you want varieties of plants that produce very little pollen pollen, go for double flowering roses, go for things like peony roses, go for plants like hydrangeas they produce very very little pollen in the garden and they're far far better also eat local honey that's one way of avoiding um, add the allergy. That's what they say because yeah. the the honey will be characteristic of the kind of Absolutely. pollen. Absolutely. Yeah. If you think of what the local now this is local Irish honey, of course. Yes. You need to eat on a regular basis because that contains the pollen and the nectar from the local flora around around your area. That's like immunises you against. Absolutely. The your body starts to get used to that. So I always recommend that. I want to encourage creepy crawlies and bees and all sorts to take up home in my garden. Do I let it grow wild or are there plants that will attract insects? Well, uh, any of the wildflowers that we, we mentioned um, that were particularly trending at Bloom, but also at Bloom this year, they had some of the bug hotels. So these were small little structures with little things like um, bamboo canes that attract the bugs into your garden. And they were covered with la- ladybirds and 
uh, little hoverflies and and all of that. So a little bit of a maybe a bug hotel and then wildflowers planted. I have a dog. I always have lilies in my house. But my friend recently told me that lilies can be very dangerous to dogs. They are poisonous. They can be damaging to, to pets, both cats and dogs. So just be careful with them. Keep them in the vase and, and up high and, and away from the, from your dog. Or maybe choose a different cut flower in um, the house. Uh, quick one here. Uh, what are the best plants to plant at this time of year? Well, there's such a wide uh, choice path. So things like if you want colour at the moment, you've got all the patio flowering plants. So plants like Agaranthemum, the lovely scented Nemesia that I brought in here, Wisley Vanilla is a beautiful variety. I think you went home with that plant. Mm-hmm. It's got beautiful white flowers, highly scented plant. There's another lovely variety called Berries and Cream, which is a multicoloured uh, variety of plant. My advice is to pop into your local garden centre. There's a whole range of great summer flowering patio and plants. F- and food plants. Uh, what can you plant at this time well, of there's year? Well, the, there's still plenty of time. I mean, you've got from June right through until September, October for most of your edible plants. So it's still time to sow seed of all your salad crops. Suttons do a great variety called the speedy veg. And they live up to their name. You sow them now, they're ready to harvest within four or five weeks. Or if you pop into your local garden centre, it's full of herbs and edible plants okay, ready for planting. Speedy veg. Speedy veg from And, and a, a final quick one. Can I plant wildflowers now for the bees? Oh, yes, you can. They'll germinate. Some will flower this year. Wildflowers tend to be a blend of annuals and perennials. So the annuals will flower this year for you later on in August and September. And the perennials will grow, but flower next summer. All right, Pori Corkin, thank you very much.